Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, today on Urban Spelunking, we are talking about one of the most loved park attractions in the city, a place where you might go on your first date or out with the kids, and the perfect place to go during a shutdown right now, uh, socially distanced, of course. We're talking about Seven Bridges Trail at Grant Park. Hey, Bobby. How's it going, Nate? So for those who haven't been to Seven Bridges, let's just start with a quick, what is it? And first, there's more than Seven Bridges. Right. Well, Grant Park, of course, is a lakefront park in South Milwaukee. Um, And it's a pretty, it's the second largest park in the county system. It's 380 acres, um, which makes it number two after Whitnell, which is, I'm not sure how many acres, but well over twice that size. So it's it's a distant second to Whitnell Park. And Grand Park has a beautiful beach, and it's got a great golf course that people love, and picnic areas and all sorts of stuff. But the Seven Bridges Trail is really the most popular um, and sort of most storied attraction at the park. And the, the trails run like at Lake Park, the trails run through ravines, naturally occurring ravines in the park. Um, and the main loop of the trail is about a half mile. And it's called Seven Bridges Park because presumably there were originally seven bridges. But if you go down there now and you count... Uh, I think when I was there, I counted at least 10 the last time I was there. Um, yeah, a few more bridges these days. Yeah, so it's seven bridges plus. And it's just <laughs> totally unique. It's such a natural, um, the ravines were there, of course, but it's this intersection of kind of uh, built environment meets the natural world. And there's, you know, it all opens up to this beautiful scenic view of Lake Michigan. So it's one of those places that you got to get to if you haven't been. Yeah, I love the fact that there's like the there's sort of a stream running through it, and you walk uh, the bridges cross these the stream, um, and then when as you said when you get to the end, it just kind of opens up onto this beach, um, and you get this big vista of the lake, which you know when you're on the trail, you can kind of see it off in the distance, leading you in that direction, and it's it's really a um, really a beautiful design that was you know created by nature, of course, but but then sort of enhanced by man. And I think one thing that that I see photographed all the time at, uh, I don't know, I'm sure there's a picture of it in your story, but you've probably seen the inscription over the top of the bridge. It's got kind of a, kind of a, I don't know how to, what the word is, but it's, the word haunt is in the welcome, which seems kind of odd when you're walking down this covered bridge into the woods. Talk about that inscription to and uh, leaving Seven Bridges. Yeah, so um, one of them is the um, the one with the haunt in it is from a poem by um, uh, William Cullen Bryant. It's from his inscription for the entrance to a wood. Um, and it says, enter this wild wood and view the haunts of nature. Uh, you know, and haunts of nature would be just like the place, you know, a haunt is a place that people would go to frequently, you know. Um, but what's funny is that I, I feel like the fact that that word is in the inscription uh, has led people to believe that it's haunted. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. If I was a little kid and, and like my dad told me that, all right, we're going into the haunts of nature. I'd be like, what? I don't want to go in there. Right. right. So uh, apparently there's, uh, there's a whole other story that was written by my, my colleague Molly Snyder about the hauntedness of seven bridges. So I didn't really get into that much in my story. I just sort of mentioned it and then linked to hers because she did such a good job writing about that. But I guess whether or not you think it's haunted is just the same as whether or not you think anything's haunted. You know, if you're right. a believer, then you think it's haunted. And if you're a skeptic, 
then you think it's not haunted. <laughs> yeah, your your mileage may vary on that one. And what is the inscription on the way out? Yeah, on the way out it says, May the God given peace of this leafy solitude rest upon and abide with thee. That one's a lot more calming. A, little, yes. a lot more soothing. Yes. Remember, remember the the mellow vibe you experienced here is <laughs> basically what it's saying, right? Well, coming up next on Urban Spelunking, we're going to talk about how this park was built in the first place, going all the way back to 1914, and the well-known park superintendent that designed Seven Bridges. That's in the next part of Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back on Urban Spelunking at Seven Bridges Trail inside of Grant Park. This is in South Milwaukee, and we've already established how cool and unique and beautiful it is. So let's talk about how it got there in the first place. Got to go back to 1914 for that. Uh, let's start with the creator, the kind of the, the lead superintendent, the designer of, of this trail. Uh, let's talk about Mr. Wolf. Okay, so Frederick Wolf uh, came to the United States from Germany in 1910, ended up in Milwaukee, and um, he had studied botany and forestry. And um, in 1911, Grant Park was created. And while he was here, he got hired by the county park system to become the first ever superintendent of horticulture. Um, and he was based at Grant Park because there was... Um, an orchard there with apple and pear trees. He ran a greenhouse with a nursery um, to help provide plants and trees for the parks, uh, especially Grant Park. And there was a game farm where he would raise ducks, geese, peacocks, and other animals that would then be sort of sent off to live in the Milwaukee parks. <laughs> a different time for sure. <laughs> it was a different time, a different time. Um, and in 1917, the Park Commission built a house for Wolf and his family to live on site in the park. Um, and what's interesting is this house that was built just north of the trail system that he's the one who started to, um, to sort of map out these trails and get them going initially. Uh, just north of that, they built him a house. And that house is still there. It's kind of a beautiful little house. Um, and you can, it's available for rentals to like youth groups and stuff. Like you and I couldn't rent it to just go hang out for the weekend and drink beer, but um, but, <laughs> but like youth groups uh, and different kinds of groups can rent it, like so say like a Boy Scout troop or something could rent it for yeah. overnight. Um, so the house is still there, um, and during the twenties, especially, he um, really kind of laid the groundwork for these paths through the ravines. And there's a total of I think two miles of trails through the ravines, including the. Um, main section of Seven Bridges, which is a half mile. Um, and then in the 1930s, you know, the Works Progress Administration during the Depression that was trying to help people, uh, put people to work, uh, had a Conservation Corps segment to it. And those they had a bunch of people come and build the stone walls that you see, build the stone benches that are built in there, into the walls. They built um, uh, the bridges. They did a lot of landscape work, plantings, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and so really the bulk of what you see today, the sort of man-made part and the way the bridge, the way the trail looks now really kind of dates to the thirties. Um, and that's when seven bridges really became seven bridges. Um, but over the years, it 
you know, it sort of fell apart a little bit, you know, as time, nature has its way of, and people, of course, using it, right. um, <laughs> have a way of, uh, you know, the, the walls started to fall down. It needed a lot of, it needed a lot of help. So in the 1980s, there was um, a team that was hired to come in and fix all that stuff up. I'm sorry, in the 1990s, there was a team that was brought in um, to fix it up. And what's interesting is they had, it was, it was still the Wisconsin Conservation Corps who did that work. Um, and they had five people doing the work over the course of about a year. Um, and the, because there were so few of them, they even uh, built like a toboggan slide in the ravine to help move things down, like materials down to the bottom. How cool. And I guess it, it shows you, I mean, way back in the 19 teens, it was clear that this was such a asset, you know, to build on and it was added to and cared for, you know, now more than a hundred years. And it, I think speaks to the, uh, the importance of parks in Milwaukee's history and where, where this one fits into that, that famous quote about our parks being the city's green necklace. This is certainly one of the, the showcase pieces, maybe not the centerpiece, but definitely one of the, uh, the, <laughs> the close seconds perhaps. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, maybe not size-wise, but definitely this is this is one of the absolute jewels of that necklace, right? For sure. Well, you can see lots of pictures and more history about Seven Bridges Trail at Grant Park in South Milwaukee. You can find that in Bobby's complete story, which we have linked up at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcast. And make sure you go to On Milwaukee and read the story, share it, and help us get the word out. Podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee and your membership. You can subscribe to this podcast and all of 889's podcasts uh, literally anywhere you listen to podcasts as well as radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. You can go right to the homepage and click on the podcast tab. And while you're there, if you could like and subscribe, helps us get the word out even more. I'm Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzalo. Thanks. Thank you, Nate.